millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves. Feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Content warning. The Adventures in Hellworld podcast talks in depth about QAnon, which means we have to talk about all kinds of child abuse and violence against people. Listener discretion advised. Hello, everybody. I am Mike Grains, a.k.a. Poker and Politics, and welcome to another episode of Adventures in Hellworld. I am joined, as always, by Sarge. Hello, I come to you from the dark future of the 41st millennium, where people are still somehow voting Republican. <laughs> and the mysterious L. Ooh, yeah! Hello, my beautiful babies! <laughs> Elle's got you for three minutes! Three minutes! is ready! <laughs> three minutes of play time! Minutes drop. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, Love a nice bone saw. Yes. Mm. Um, every now and then, like, uh, one, one of my employees is like, hey, Mike, can I go home? And I'm like, hey, freak show, you're going nowhere. I just let him know, no, <laughs> you're, not, you're actually not leaving. You're not going home. Sorry. Tough shit. So. <laughs> I yeah, I've, I've got you for much more than three yes, minutes. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Damn right. yeah. I've got you for 90 minutes. <laughs> God, yeah. On average, yes. that's what we run. Yep. Uh, oh, boy. So no no news today, this no. Wednesday. Yeah, but we're, I guess we're just going to... Uh, good thing Frosty uh, recorded a bunch of Q-drops for us, the old stuff, not the new stuff. We're just going to go over that. <laughs> oh, wait, no. There's tons of news. There, there's a thing that happened yesterday. A thing that... Yeah, sometimes, sometimes, we get, sometimes we get punished and sometimes we get lucky for doing our recording on a Wednesday. Yeah. And it, it turns out that when elections are on Tuesday, we get paid off. Yes. <laughs> so uh, usually here's where we jibber-jabber and have a little small talk, but no. We're just going to go right into the bush and get moving. It's time for a light sampling of insanity. 
Get ready for the amuse-bouche. Also, for the record, before we get into the amuse-bouche, that we, we, like as is our want on uh, the Adventures in Hellworld podcast, we are Goldilocksing this thing uh, because I give no fucks about these elections. I mean, I, of course, want Blue to win, but I haven't been watching them. I don't care. It looks like George is close. Whatever. Uh, but and then in the middle, you have Sarge. Uh, and yeah. then on the opposite end of the spectrum for me, you have Mike, who has been like foaming at the mouth with election fever. Like he needs to call a doctor because his election has been <laughs> lasting for longer than four hours. Uh, we were talking about it before the pod. And since I'm in Missouri, all my elected officials were just going red. It did not really matter how I was voting. We like to vote in traitors. But there are a bunch of ballot initiatives uh, in Missouri that were very important. And some of them passed and didn't uh, as I wanted. Uh, And then you guys being out east uh, kind of had the opposite problem. Where there are a bunch of like ballot initiatives that were kind of bad, but you're... (laughs) you were most likely going the right way in terms of voting for fi- officials? No, all, all our ballot initiatives were great. Uh, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about, buddy. Uh, mm. uh, uh, all right, well, calm down. I didn't know what's on your ballot. <laughs> I told you, he's froth- frothing at the mouth. <laughs> yeah. Classic classic adventures in Hell World, no and. Yes. <laughs> no, the thing you said is wrong, and uh, let me say something else. Yes. <laughs> Improv 102, baby. The no end. It's, it's the future. Yeah. It's the revolution. Yeah, we're, we're the professor who comes in and we turn the chair backwards and straddle it. And we're just like, hey, let's wrap. <laughs> let me tell you about the no. Let me tell you about the no end. Yes. And they're just like, but professor, are we supposed to be learning about like stuff we can actually use? And you're like, no. And here's my lesson on no end. Yes. <laughs> also, shut your cake hole. You're like Robin Williams from that movie. You know the one. Right. That one. <laughs> Patch Adams. Good morning, Vietnam. <laughs> I love how we both reached for a completely different one. <laughs> I almost said Fern Gully. <laughs> See, now this is the content people are tuning in. Yes, yeah. the election. Who yeah. cares? <laughs> exactly right. Uh, uh, Q-, Q is back, and there's an election happening. Fuck that! Time to talk about Robin Williams movies. Yes. <laughs> Hey, I mean, we have we have our first elected hoodie with shorts uh, guy to Senate. So, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, oh, yeah. Okay, well, let, let's 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 probably get to let's probably get to Bushin, and uh, <laughs> we're we're gonna start as has been teased a couple of times with uh, what I have listed here as Q's re reemergence. He's back, baby. This time, better than ever. Like the, he, he's his his son's got a kill dozer, and he's ready to fly. <laughs> yes. <laughs> How did he fuck it up this time? Okay, well, the way he fucked it up this time was by being really weak. Um, And what I mean by that is uh, these Q drops, uh, the first one he posted on the 6th. He basically did one a day. He did the one on the 6th, one on the 7th, and one on the 8th. And you can just feel... Like, like Jim went through the old drops and like saw the style of Riddler Q and was just like, that's my play. Like, I just got to go with the leading questions because I don't know how to do this character. I don't know exactly how to make it work, but I can type, I, I can just type in a bunch of leading questions and that will sound cue enough for people. And that'll be it. And <laughs> does he not have God, his son's phone number? 
Like, I, this has never occurred to me before, but Mike talking about this right now, it came upon me like the greatest idea in the world. Do we think that there's enough Q material in the drops to AI train a, a like a Q AI and then oh, just give it the reins to, to the be. trip code to just produce an endless amount of Q drops? Uh, I'm oh I I'm not I I think there is on the uh, the, the QAnon Anonymous uh, Discord I think they have a bot that like like shouts at you and like Q drops <laughs> I think that I think something like that does exist somewhere but yeah like it it has to be there I mean. I, I did. Uh, there was this uh, thing on Twitter where if you went to this, if, if you went to the website and typed in the handle of someone, it would uh, parrot back a ser- a couple of tweets in the style of the person who wrote that stuff, uh, writes those tweets, and they were pretty on the nose for me. So it was it was a pretty solid little bot. So I appreciated that. Nice, but, nice, nice. Yeah, but uh, so our boy uh, Q came back, and his first post was literally just all about Ukraine, whining about Ukraine a bunch, and then at the very end, Q just put put in your vote matters. You have all the tools you need because you know Q's a real civic minded guy. Get out there and vote, folks. You know, let's let's do let's win one for the team, and. Basically, everyone, the the QAnon reaction to this drop was just sort of like, yo, Q, we already knew that we like, they're like, Q, get up to speed with us. We already, we already baked the fact that Ukraine has bio labs where they made COVID and it's a hub of child trafficking. And (laughs) we already believe all that. We are. Yeah. We already believe everything. You stop selling us on Ukraine. We're already all in on hating Ukraine. We, We don't need this, bro. It's. It's it, it's it's covered ground, and then um, the second thing Q posted was about rigged elections and stuff like that, and <clears throat> the best uh, part of uh, the, after whining about this stuff, um, he posted uh, at the end of this drop. He posted uh, the the words white cat white hats have secured many systems, but problems still remain. Which was like, uh, when Trump was president and you were posting this shit, you literally said Trump was five, step ahead, five steps ahead of all of his enemies. You repeatedly mm-hmm. said Patriots in control, and we have it all. Now it is like five years into Q owning the world, working hand in hand with Donald Trump to kick deep state ass. And you're like, guys, guys, we got a lot of these systems locked down, but... Few of them, not so much, but uh, <laughs> and, and and he posted this on November seventh, a day before the election. So he was like, "Look, we got twenty four hours to smooth out some of this stuff, or maybe we don't get the Senate. I mean, who knows?" So it's just like, <laughs> I just love that that Q's power level has diminished so greatly from where he was at the start of this story to where he is now. It's just like, like. Uh, really, Q? You, you can't even you can't even uh, make sure that um, Kerry Lake is going to win in Arizona. You can't lock down uh, Pennsylvania for Doctor Oz. What, what's what's going on, buddy? What's going on, man? Come on! You're supposed no way, man. Q, Q is just as powerful as he ever has been. Oh, yeah. His uh, Q followers will tell you now that his powers. I mean, if he seems less powerful, it's because you don't recognize how powerful he is. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> if you don't understand how, why Q is right, you need to figure out why you are wrong, and he is actually right. Exactly. 
So are we sure that this is a, this is Jim again this time? Is it is it definitely him? Has he fucked up in some way to tip the hand already like he did last time? Did he just fumble the ball immediately? Um, there the, the main reason why it's probably Jim is that no one's actually using Aitkun at this point because Jim has created uh, so many different ways to try to get around all these DDoS attacks that he's been that Aitkun's been suffering and the site's totally unstable and unusable and. The last thing he did was create an authenticator where you had to pay five bucks a month to get uh, an access code to use Aidkun. And uh, the people who looked at the authenticator were like, dude, this fucking takes all my personal information off my credit card. The, the, <laughs> the, the, the thing you're using to authenticate me is like so fucking unsafe and such a massive security risk that I'm trusting you, Jim Watkins, the Filipino uh, pig farmer pornographer, like you, this schmuck, uh, you're you're going to get all my fucking personal details off of this authenticator? No thanks. Like it, it, the, the people that follow, that follow Aikun and use these platforms are so unhappy with him that like literally the only thing he has to try to drum up interest in the site is posting his cue. So while we don't have the, we don't have the information, we don't have the the evidence we did from the last series where like literally he was posting under his own ID defending Jim Watkins. And then the next, <laughs> and, and the next thing you know, suddenly Q under that ID is posting a Q drop. Like we haven't had that level of stepping on my own dick yet. I hear that Jim Watkins guy's real cool. Yes. Like, fuck off, buddy. Jim Watkins is the best. Uh, and now let me hit send on this cue drop. Boop. Oh, shit. Same idea as the thing where I was defending Jim Watkins. Oh, no. Whoopsie doopsie. I mean, it's just like, yeah, he hasn't quite done that. But given the levels of shittiness of his platform and his desperation to make the platform relevant in any way or shape or form, it's really, um, as the saying goes, five will get you ten. It's Jim. I mean, it's real. This is, this is an even money bet. If not, you should be like actually laying odds to for it to not be Jim. So yeah, yeah. And, and my favorite part is uh, the last Q drop. The last Q drop ended with the phrase "taking control." It's like, uh, weren't you again? Again, weren't you supposed to be in control for the last fucking five years? <laughs> yeah, or at the very least, at the last like the last official Q drop before Jim obviously took the raids, they insisted that they were not going to take it. Mm-hmm. So yes, <laughs> clearly, clearly that meant that they were not going to take control. That was why Q left. He was like, "Hey, we lost. We are not going to take control. <laughs> <laughs> we're not going to take it, and by it I mean control." We are not going to take it anymore. We're leaving. We're leaving. Does, does J- are Jim and Ron just on the outs? Like, does he not have Ron's phone number anymore? Can Ron he not, does not he, have a phone in the outback where he's build, building his kill dozer to destroy the Sydney Opera House. <laughs> I mean, obviously, like it becomes more and more obvious that Ron was the one writing these incredibly crazy. Riddler Q drops, the one that really got the idiots, the smooth brains going. Well, this becomes more and more obvious. Well, that was that was probably Paul Ferber was probably the the, the shit that we read back in the day was Paul. Ferber. Yeah, the yeah that was Paul Ferber, right. uh, and then Ron stole it from Paul, and then uh, now Jim is just doing it because Ron doesn't want to do it. 
that's basically like the that is the mainstream uh, Warren Commission review of the authorship of QAnon. <laughs> the 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 magic poster theory explaining all of these things and that stuff and and the like. So uh, I mean you then you go into the like Michael Flynn did it or blah 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 or the Russians and it's like no no I mean the us boring normies in the QAnon world just think it was again it was like pamphlet anon and Paul Ferber and Tracy Beans and then Ron and now Jim. And that's 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 your lineage of Q of Q as a hero. There you go, buddy. There, there's your great champions. No way, man! It was a Russian op the whole time. Jaystu told me, and that guy seems pretty on the level. Oh god, absolutely, absolutely. Nobody, nobody with more trenchant critical analysis of QAnon than Jaystu. Please, <laughs> uh, please do not subscribe to a Substack. Please go to our Patreon, patreoncom politics. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, and l- l- luckily, it, it, luckily you don't have to hear from him on Twitter anymore. No. But a clown that you do have to hear from on Twitter uh, is Elon Musk. And uh, boy, how do you better believe Elon Musk is still in the headlines this week. So we, we've stuffed him in the boosh yeah. uh, because yeah. we have bigger fish to fry. But let's talk about uh, weird idiot and hair plug enthusiast <laughs> with a deformed <laughs> penis, one million United States dollars, et cetera, yeah. Elon Musk. Yeah. Parody uh, account. But parody uh, I don't give a fuck about his blue check mark. This is not parody. His penis is deformed. <laughs> Damn right. <laughs> yeah. So our boy Elon, uh, first off, uh, I, either on election day or directly before it, I uh, made a post. Day where, before. Day, yeah, day before. He was like, yo, independent-minded minded voters, you should vote Republican for split government because that's the best way to make get, have America move forward. And then he proceeded to defend that by claiming he had never voted for a Republican until recently. And he'd always been kind of a Democrat before this. And it's just like, fuck off, Elon. Yeah, yeah but, but yeah, okay. Yeah, no, no, nobody believes you. Your origin story of how you became a Republican is flimsy at best and stupid at worst. And for, so from there, uh, Elon's uh, ineptitude uh, then... Just he just decided the we need to revamp the verified system, which you <laughs> probably heard about being like, you could buy verification for eight dollars, um, or you, at least you could buy the check mark. And people were trying to figure out what does the eight dollar check mark entail? What do I get for the eight dollar check mark? Do I actually have to give information that verifies myself? And it's like, nope. Just eight bucks and you get a check mark, which could not in any way, shape, or form go disastrously wrong for everybody on Earth. <laughs> Catastrophically. Yeah, like I, I was, I had, uh, I was thinking about this, and that a lot of t- there was been a lot of times where um, WWE wrestlers who are women, because this is the way the scam always works, because it's catfishing, have had to post on social media, guys. I do not DM people if you're being DM'd by Alexa Bliss. It's not me. Like, stop talking to that person. They are fucking conning you. And I was like, man, can you imagine if all these catfishing assholes just got blue check marks on their accounts? And now you have these, these assholes fucking swindling lonely incels for all their, for all their money. And it's like, well, it has to be her. She's got a check mark. And it's like, no. Yeah. It's just eight bucks, you idiot. So. All that shit's going on. So then Elon comes out with this thing where he's like, well, actually, guys, what we're going to do is we're going to let you have the $8 check mark. But then on top of that, 
we're going to have an official check mark under your in your bio under your name <laughs> so you're going to have a secret double check mark. <laughs> yes. yeah, which which I saw uh I've I've only seen one I saw Jack Septicai uh, got his immediately this morning and he was like, for the record, I did not pay or ask for this. It just showed up and I guess it's already gone. Yeah. Yeah. Literally uh, one of like Elon's uh, minions at Twitter was like, this is why we're doing this and this is how it's going to work and all this kind of stuff. And then after that happened, um, Elon was like, we've gotten rid of it. The official, the, 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 <laughs> the, the second check mark is no more. It is. I'm no- not, I'm not Ron Braverman. I repeat, I am yeah. not Ron Braverman. Yeah, it's just like, <laughs> yeah. So it's really wild that this is all the stuff that like, they're just throwing shit at the wall so aggressively and stupidly. Mm-hmm. And of course, another group of people that have, that tried to abuse the $8 check mark were QAnon promoters who've been kicked off the platform for a long time. Uh, QAnon John, who is uh, one of my favorite QAnon grifters, because he, if you look at any of his social media, he gets like so little engagement compared to the rest of them. But <laughs> because he has a lot of money and he runs these conventions and he pays for people to speak at his conventions, he gets to buy his way into having influence. So uh, QAnon John uh, bought an eight. Yeah, we call that we call that move the Michael Endell. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I assume we're gonna get to Mike here at some Mike Lindell at some point. He had a night. Oh yeah, he's, like, he, yeah, he's been doing well. Yeah, when, when uh, at some point, we'll I'll, I'll throw I'll throw it to you, Serge, for the Mike Lindell minutes. <laughs> the the he's had a real night. The My Pillow minute on Hell World. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So QAnon John bought the eight dollar check mark and then immediately had his account suspended. So it was just like, yep, there you go, buddy, you did it. You're totally verified on Twitter. Smash cut to not verified on Twitter. Not even allowed on Twitter at all. So. Ver- verified to have been suspended from Twitter. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Thanks for the $8, you chump. Yeah. <laughs> you giant dum-dum. <laughs> so, I mean, like, how's Elon taking this? He's clearly, I mean, he's clearly been kind of losing it in terms well, of his own tweets, correct? Well. He thinks that he's doing a great job of like triggering people that he's being so smart and subversive, but that doesn't seem like a great business strategy. No, uh, yeah. Um, before before those before his post where he basically inferred that he was masturbating on his computer screen, which maybe not the greatest look. Um, <laughs> yeah. So like hot uh, takes here. <laughs> oh, the scorching is hot takes. So uh, on 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 November fourth, uh, Tesla stock was valued at two hundred and twenty two dollars a share. Uh, right this minute, Tesla stock is right now at one hundred and seventy nine dollars and ninety one cents. So they had about a like a forty dollar haircut off of Tesla stock in the past five days after Elon was just like, you know what I like to do? Masturbate in front of my computer screen. That's because that's what I like to say about Mastodon because I'm (laughs) totally rational and handling what's going on with Twitter very well. I enjoyed that I paid. Sure is. Yep, I paid forty four billion dollars for the right to make myself the main character of Twitter every fucking day, and uh, yeah, it's going good. It's going great. And uh, I complained about this, uh, you know, ironically on my Twitter. 
uh but without tagging anybody uh i was like i was just like man everybody seems like everybody's playing right into his hands when he makes one of those dumb posts but it's just like <laughs> like oh you're free to express your opinions for eight dollars and then like a winky face and then look there's just like you know like a jillion like retweets and it's getting ratioed and all this and that and i'm just like everybody's just engaging with a why stop <laughs> it's, like it's not I mean, worth it what, what are you gonna just, say to him he's worth like 300 billion dollars or whatever who can he, he doesn't care about you what does he care about <laughs> He all, he all he cares about is buying Twitters and like firing children into grimes. That's his whole deal. Well, not anymore. The well, he cares about that, and we're watching his midlife crisis happen in front of us. Yeah, yeah, and who knows? That might happen again. It's already happened twice. Who's to say it's not gonna happen again? <laughs> I mean, fair enough. I... Uh, uh, any any other partner for her might want to name their child something like a real name instead of like some sort of dumb fuck math equation <laughs> to prove how smart and genius you are. Yeah, I mean, I'm finding it hard to argue with you in a number of ways. <laughs> Grimes is like Poppy, but somehow, like, she got the big push. And so I, I don't understand how, I'm just like, wow. Every time, like, her music is catchy, but then every time I hear anything about her as an artist, I'm just like, ugh. <laughs> like, you're such a tryhard. I don't like this. You were trying too hard. <laughs> Oh god, there's nothing. There's nothing I enjoy more than the try-hard life. Oh my god! Can I go to someone's concert and just like get to the front row and just be like, tone it down. <laughs> <laughs> you need to take it down a notch. <laughs> you can, yeah, Grimes or Machine Gun Kelly. Yeah, like, you, take you, your pick. You're you're a ten right now. We need you at a seven. If you could just pull, rain it down a skosh, this would all work out a lot better. <laughs> yeah just now that's subversive yeah talk to, talk to me when you're doing that elon <laughs> like it, it, using your using your money to buy a thing that you want there's nothing subversive about that dig dog and then like publicly having dug yourself in a big hole and trying to dig your way out of it by you richest man of the world begging us not the richest man of the world for eight dollars <laughs> and, and well, he, he didn't want to buy it he like <laughs> He was legally forced to honor a contract where he's like, I'm going to buy it. And he's like, oh, this is a mistake. And then just like, no takesies, backsies. Yeah. And the court backed them up. Yeah. Also, for the record, like a lot of people, like QAnon people, conservative types, they love Elon. But he bought what he considers to be the digital town square. And now he's asking you to pitch it $8 to keep it afloat. Those are taxes made. Like Elon is trying yeah. to generate a tax for you to pay. <laughs> yeah, yes. <laughs> Yeah. Also, Netflix wants me to watch ads, but here's the thing: if I have to look at ads, I need to be getting something, and I pay the. I'm going to be paying them to look at ads, so I I, I don't know what's going on. It, it, <laughs> there's so many smart people out there that could tell Elon, "Hey, people really don't like it when you already saddle them with ads and then ask them to pay on top of that." Like. <laughs> You have to make it less, but this was free before. Well, the best part was Elon was just like, hey, if you pay the the eight bucks, you'll get half as many ads. And it's like, <laughs> really? That that's your that's your sales pitch for me? Is I get half as many ads if uh I I actually uh drop the, the, the jingle jangle in your cup there, buddy? What about what's the ad free payment I have to make? I mean, it's just 
it's so wild that like the vast majority of the money Twitter makes is from advertisers. And now Elon's like, Hey, advertisers, would you like to have your ads have half as much reach? That's my goal. That's my actual goal. And there's also been a report that uh, some people in Twitter are talking about putting the entire site behind a paywall that you literally are going to just pay for Twitter, which my God, talk about killing the golden goose. Boy, (laughs) boy, Audi, will you have absolutely fucking nobody on that site if you make people pay for it? You will watch me. I hope the people that are like responsible for Mastodon are like prepared for if that happens. (laughs) Yeah. They think they're going to a crush now. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah Tumblr, Tumblr and Mastodon are going to get so many. <laughs> the day Twitter goes paywall, it's just going to be like, well, I time to learn how to use Mastodon and like. Oh, yeah. My- you just have you just have your peen out on Tumblr now while you're engaging with people, right? Yep. Yeah. It, so they they've allow nudity, but not sexual content. That that line is real hazy. They. It looked like they backed off it all the way. They didn't. They kept the 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 wording real hazy. So, <laughs> so, pro- so probably no full penny. <laughs> no, probably not. Unless it's artistic. Yeah. Yes. Oh snap! The the artistic penny. <laughs> it's got to be tasteful. It's got to be very tasteful. Okay, we we have to we have to get to talking to election here for a minute, but not before I surprise my co-host. With a like a, a special guest uh, boosh item that I had forgotten to talk about, so like this is the part where like the lights come down to the house and then like the jumbotron lights up and then some mystery figure steps out, and this time around it's Katy Perry and she's voting hey. Republican. Uh, yeah. Mike, what, do, do you have any insight into this? I know that I'm ambushing you with it, but uh, I saw like I saw this photo floating around that seemed to be Katy Perry proudly being like, "I'm voting for <laughs> for a Republican candidate." I kissed a girl, like like rich pop star, kind of like kind of assumed to be liberal Katy Perry. Why is she voting Republican, Mike? Uh, should, should I should I break all of my Katy Perry vinyls? Uh, Katy has uh, stated that she quote unquote I am voting for a myriad of reasons, and LA is kind of a mess right now. And basically, uh, Rick Caruso is a guy who has funded anti-abortion me- um, measures in Los Angeles. He's basically a piece of shit, and um, other. Famous people like Chris Pratt and Kim Kardashian have decided to back this guy for nebulous reasons because, you know, uh, famous rich people do that kind of stuff where they uh, don't exactly uh, vote with us, fil- with, with us filthy unwashed masses. <laughs> yeah. And it just, uh, are you saying that having money might change people? A, a mm. skosh, just a little, yes. And um, this is funny because Katie was. Uh, an aggressive uh, campaigner and supporter of Obama when he ran for the presidency Um, on, on the podcast that uh, I did with Amanda and Arizona right wing watch, we were joking about how Katy Perry had worn a ballot dress that had the Obama Biden box marked uh, filled in and the Romney Ryan box left blank. And we had talked about how <laughs> perhaps perhaps the mules had stolen that dress and tried to submit it as an official ballot. Yeah, that sounds like a, that sounds like ultimate mule stuff to me. Yes, hiding in plain sight. <laughs> Absolutely. Look at my hilarious dress. Oh, <laughs> give me just one second. I have to go put it in coat check. <laughs> stuff it in the ballot box. Yes. 
Mewling accomplished. Boom. Successful mule. Yeah. But it turns out that maybe she was a double double agent. Apparently. Apparently. So yeah. Um she so she posted this thing and basically everyone was like, Katie, bad move. Bad move, sis. This guy, it's not good. Not not not, <laughs> not 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 the play we're looking for. So yeah. So Katy Perry got uh dragged uh quite uh viciously for her uh decision in the LA major mayor race. And, uh, if she if she had had any career that I have noticed over the past like five years, I would say that it might be in jeopardy. But I, I sort of oh. feel like maybe maybe that had already happened. No, uh, I, I just recently watched uh, Todd in the Shadows train records, and her her last album was not received well. And now she's trying to revive her career with a uh, Vegas residency. And from everything I've read. It's not good, but she does sing with a giant animatronic vaping rat, so that's cool. And, and her, it's only a matter of time before she goes country. <laughs> yes, the, the, this republic of voting is the first step to going country. <laughs> and, and her eye malfunctions, and she went viral for it. So I mean, hey, it's the the the, the Vegas residency is doing a little something for her. She's going to be all like, howdy, y'all. I've been reprogrammed to be country. Whoops, did I say that out loud? Anyway, hit it, boys. And then like a fiddle player is going to start going and she's going to sing some country nonsense. Oh, that'd be great. I'm I'm here for it. I'm here for all about of it. Like, like, about like love under the fireflies of the bayou or some shit. Did she, did she backpedal any? I, I know she got dragged. No, but I, I, her... She said she basically. I read her statement where she just said, I, "I'm voting for a myriad of reasons," and and that like uh, she's like, "LA's kind of a mess right now," and the like you know the Democrat wants to tax me two percent extra. So what are you going to do? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm very rich you, and you, I don't you, care you, about you, you. loser. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I hate you because you're rich. Yeah, be less rich and I'll hate you less. Yep. And since I didn't win that Powerball, I can keep saying things like that. Because yep. the second I be, I myself become a billionaire, I will wash <laughs> my hands of all of you pores. Yeah. <laughs> there, there is no slur I enjoy more than pores. I love calling people the filthy pores. So. Yeah, I, I, will, yeah. I will pay to look, make it look like I am literally ascending in front of people. I'll stage it like in like Times Square or whatever. I'll just be like, I am announcing that I am rich now. And then like the <laughs> SFX will kick in and it will look like I'm rising into heaven. <laughs> That's an Andrew Tate-ism. The, you, you hanging out with pores. You're poor because you hang out with pores. Oh, right. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. That's That's my problem. If I had that, that I, should was really his... be, I should really be sucking up to fucking rich dickhead alphas. That'd be great. I'm sure, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that... they're really going to be like, you know what we should do? Elevate you to alpha status. Yeah, God. Fuck that. Nothing's more alpha than being a beta to an alpha. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck all that shit. Sigma life for reals. Oh, I, God. Idiot, idiot male culture is the dumbest male culture. It's absolutely the worst. Correct. Yeah. 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 Yikes. Ugh. It's a, calling it culture it makes my skin crawl. <laughs> As well it should. <laughs> anyway, speaking of things that make my skin crawl, let's talk about an election. Let's get to cues of the news. From the digital headlines to the digital front lines, it's cues in the news. 
Woo! Time for time. Uh, Mike Reigns's uh, election erection uh, because this this man. I mean, if you fully you can see the look on his face, he's playing it for a joke. But you can tell that he's genuinely pretty psyched to be talking about the election. <laughs> All right, buddy, let her rip. Where do we want to start? Well, I'll, I'll basically uh, Sarge or you uh, throw a state at me, and we'll talk about it. But I think it's the best way to just. I mean, I don't give I don't give a fuck enough to know what this, what states matter. Okay, I guess Georgia. Well, yeah, oh, let's that's, talk that's, about that's Georgia. That's what I know is close. Okay, so the, Georgia then. Pennsylvania. Okay, sounds good. So uh, Georgia is going to go to a runoff between uh, brilliant Reverend uh, Senator Warnock and a football playing guy who had about uh, 14 abortions uh, he paid for and numerous other children that were not aborted. Herschel Walker, uh, these two, and don't forget the likely CTE. And, oh yes, mm-hmm. uh, and the yeah, and the and the mental disease and CTE and all the rest of it. These two men in the eyes of the Georgia electorate. Too close to call. We got to do it over again. We got to have a rematch. Who has the lead? Uh, Warnock had the lead, and there was some hope that Warnock would actually make it to fifty percent and win mm. outright, but it it did not happen. So Warnock uh, basically won round one. Uh, round two will be in a month, uh, much like last time, where I think it was like uh, like January sixth. I think no, it wasn't January sixth. It was like January fourth or somewhere around there that uh, Ossoff and Warnock won the runoffs to give the Democrats the Senate majority. That will basically happen again now. There was a libertarian on the ballot and other, I, I think other small party people that uh, pulled enough away from both candidates that they didn't get the 50%. So on the one hand, the if you're a Republican, you're like, well, the libertarian obviously took votes away from Walker, and that's why he'll do better in the runoff. But if you're a Democrat on the other side, you're basically saying, the only reason why Walker was even in the game was because uh, Kemp, the the governor of Georgia, is incredibly popular and ran with it won an easy race over Stacey Abrams, and that probably like Kemp had some coattails. Like probably a bunch of people voted for Kemp. They're like, well, while I'm here, I'll fucking vote for the guy with his R next to his name for Senate, and that. Mm. When you have a straight Warnock versus Walker one-on-one battle with no really popular Republican on the ballot to uh, lift Walker up, that Warnock will probably have the edge. So uh, I I subscribe to that theory of this election because I'm a Democrat and I like to have uh, optimism. But uh, I also think that Warnock did this before. He won the runoff to win his Senate seat in the first place. So... I, and I mean, cl- close that it is, I mean, close enough to trigger a runoff or whatever. Yeah. Like, you know, it, it did lo- it did look like our guy won. Right. So, exactly. Like, you know, yeah. I mean, by, by the numbers already, it sort of looked like he won. And now we're going to do it again. And it would require some like actual like flip flippy floppies. Right. Exactly. Like, yeah, I, I can't imagine anyone being like, you know, I voted Warnock the first time. But now that I thought about it. I want the semi-incoherent, abortion-loving uh, guy. I want him. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna change. I'm gonna change our <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go the other way on this one now. So yeah. So I like Warnock's chances. And as mentioned, uh, Governor Kemp won re-election. Uh, Kemp really kind of got lucky in the sense that Donald Trump fucking hates him and tr- tried to primary him with uh, the, the guy who uh, lost the Senate seat, uh, Purdue, who lost the seat to Ossoff in the same, the same election cycle that uh, Warnock won his seat. 
Kemp stomped Purdue in the primary, uh, beat Abrams in the general. So he's able to run as this like sensible, moderate Republican when he's a vote suppressing piece of shit and an absolute scumbag. But thanks to Trump going at him and hating him so much, he's been able to build this like fake moderate gravitas, which is infuriating because Kemp's a huge piece of shit. But that's, that's basically Georgia. So, um, Sarge teed me up for Pennsylvania, which is uh, the land of milk and honey for uh, Democrats. Uh, could not have gone better. Um, Shapiro uh, won the governorship over uh, Mastrioni, who was a QAnon promoting, election denying, was at the Capitol on 1-6, uh, basically said that if he got elected governor, he would fuck elections and try to get Trump installed as president. Uh, because I'm a piece of <laughs> shit, and I don't, and I don't yeah. care who fucking knows it. So yeah, governors have that power. Well, the thing is, the governor in Pennsylvania it gets to appoint the Secretary of State. So uh, Mastrioni was like, "I'm just, I'm just going to appoint a guy who's just going to give it to Trump. Like, we're going to take all your votes that have a, that are for the Democrat, just throw them into a furnace. Boom, certified elected Republican, sending our electoral slate to Congress." Uh, Donnie Two Scoops gets our electoral votes. Eat a dick. Citizens of Pennsylvania who don't want to be ruled by one party. That's how this works. So um, Mastrioni got smashed. And then uh, a few hours later, uh, Dr. Oz was also defeated. Uh, John Fetterman <laughs> uh, winning that seat. And this is and what's really funny is right now everyone's talking about, oh, this crazy battle. This Everyone, all these seats are in play. Uh, Fetterman Fetterman's win is at this moment the only flipped Senate seat we've had in any election. Every yeah. in, every incumbent up to this point has held onto their seats. Uh, Pat Toomey had was retiring, so this was an open seat that had been held by Republicans. And uh, Doctor Oz failed to uh, hold on to the um, seat for Team Red. And our boy Donald Trump, who uh, loved himself some. Um, Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Who loved himself some Dr. Oz previously, now suddenly uh, not so happy with him. Now kind of upset with Dr. Oz. Uh, it, <laughs> yeah. it was, uh, it's been said that, uh, he is blaming Melania for making him support Dr. Oz and that, uh, this was a mistake. Um, man, that God, I like, I haven't watched a lot of, uh, secession or succession, but 
I was like, they can't be like, it's just a nest of vipers. Like he turns on, uh, it, that show seems less and less like fiction. The longer well, we go yeah. on. So, uh, the, this, this sort of Donald Trump treachery is, uh, nothing new to even this week. So, uh, despite the fact we probably know how it goes, let's cast our eyes towards Florida. If only so we can <laughs> discuss, uh, Donald Trump's, uh, opinions about one Mr. DeSantis. I, oh yeah, our boy Ron DeSantis, who cruised to reelection and then basically was like, I, he's, and, I mean, everyone knows DeSantis wants to run for president. Uh, so our boy Donald Trump uh, busted out the Ron DeSanctimonious uh, line on him <laughs> earlier this week in an effort to... So clever. Oh, God. Oh, man. You can just tell whatever uh, minion of Donald Trump who got him to say that, just like what a fist pump they had afterwards. They was like, boom, yes, nailed it. I did it. And D- didn't they steal it from Roger Stone? Uh, didn't he? Like, I thought I heard well, that he used it like the week before. Could have. Uh, it could have been. So, so Trump was just like straight up lifting it. I think it was Roger Stone. It was someone. They were lifting it from somebody. Yeah. Also, if... again, like, you know, w- with the the relative to what they were hoping for, weak performance of Republicans in this election, at least as it looks <laughs> now, this would be the perfect time. And DeSantis, if you want to hire me, like, if you could, like, I could be bought. So if you make the right offer, you can get sweet advice like this on the regs. Now's the time to come out once again, like I suggested before, and just call it the way it is. And just say that Trump is a stupid and weak old man who is out of touch with everything. And he happens to have a few good ideas that he can't execute on because look at him. I mean, just look at him. And then like, he'd just be like, hey, we already have a dumb, we already have a dumb fuck old white man in the presidency that we don't want there. Why would we elect another old, like old bag of bones, especially this one? He already had his shot and he sucked. I'm DeSantis. I will take the good ideas from Trump and I will get rid of all the parts of him that suck. Like he's being like an old loser. And uh, now I'm the new Trump. How do you like that? I'm Ron DeSantis. I'll be way more racist and anti-LGBTQ and I'll hide it better. That should be <laughs> like you, you. You know you shouldn't like a loser. Look at this loser. Yes. Yeah. Uh, God, it would it would kill for someone to call Trump a loser when he is. That's what happened. It's so uh, it's it's so it's such a low hanging fruit that no Republican dares to pick against that man for some reason. Uh, what you said appears to be true. I'm checking Twitter, and uh, there's a guy named Mike Crispy who's got a, who's got a check mark, which still means something, I guess. And uh, it said that. Um, yeah, it means he's got eight disposable dollars. Yeah, it, it says, uh, many of you who watched my show freaked out when Roger Stone came out and discussed Trump versus the Santa's feud and called him Ron DeSanctimonious. And tonight, what did Trump say for the first time out loud? Ron DeSanctimonious. I tried to warn you. So, yes, it does appear that Roger Stone is the source of this uh, bon mot from the Team Trump campaign uh, hat. I mean, and Roger uh, Stone definitely works for Trump still. Yes, 100%. Like, and uh, there was also um, Trump talking about DeSantis, and he said, if he did run, I will tell you things about him that won't be very flattering. I know more about him than anyone <laughs> other than perhaps his wife, who is really running his campaign. So uh, Trump is just claiming he's going to go into the gutter to destroy DeSantis, should DeSantis challenge the God Emperor for the mantle of champion of the Republican Party. But Which Trump's is like, I mean, this is like some strong... This is some strong play. Like, like I mean, he, he's, you know, th- this is him like outrageous being like, "Hey, Ron DeSantis sucks, and if he runs against me, I'll destroy him." 
<laughs> yeah. So again, like you can either sit there and like show your belly and take this like a chump, or you can come out swinging and you can be like, Trump sucks. And there's a feeble old man who already had a shot and fucked it up to Joe Biden of all people. I mean, come on. Yeah, exactly. What Elle is saying is so obvious. Like, Oh, the only way to the only way to fight Trump is to go full on at him and just start start beating him up. Just start throwing haymakers. The moment you try to do any sort of like deftness or oh that was a good joke, Donnie. <laughs> no, you, you just he calls you a motherfucker. You call him a motherfucker right back. It's just you just got to go hammer and tongs at that guy. It, it, it's just full blown all out war, and that's the only way you can win. And I. I have no belief that DeSantis has the uh, toughness or mental acuity to pull it off. I just don't like, yeah. So you think you, th- you think his official response to this is just going to be completely roll over. Oh God. I just be like, well, I guess Donald Trump's right. He does know stuff about me that would destroy my career immediately. If it ever got out, that's gotta be a good look. <laughs> yeah. You just roll over. Like, is it like Donald Trump's just like, Hey, if you try to run for president, I'm going to I'm going to tell the press stuff about you that will destroy you and then you're just like I've elected to not run for president. That means that there's fucking dirt on you. Yeah. I'm I'm Trump. I'm the only one who it gets to be weirdly untouchable and say shit that should destroy any other politician. Yeah. Uh, not you. Yeah. But I I just don't think DeSantis I mean I don't know if DeSantis has the juice outside of very gerrymandered Florida. Uh, he has a chance, but I, I just don't know. I have no faith in him at all. None. Oh, I mean, and neither do I. But but if there if there was anybody that could challenge him, it seems like because he's been positioning himself as just being like a like a lesser Trump. So I feel like now is the time for him to try to like kill his master. You know what I mean? Like he's mm. just like I like I've learned as much of the blade as I can from under from in your shadow, old man. And then now they have to duel. But the way that looks like is two grown men that should be just calling each other pieces of shit back and forth. Because <laughs> that's what the Republican Party is right now. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's just it's a, bunch of, a bunch of apes just throwing shit at each other. <laughs> <laughs> uh, not wrong. No. So uh, I will uh, now leave uh, mur- murderous and terrible Florida. Uh, for the more enjoyable lands of uh, Michigan and Wisconsin, because uh, in Michigan, uh, Gretchen Whitmer, Gretchen Whitmer, endorsed by Eminem, uh, came in and uh, crushed it, won re-election easily. Um, and uh, her opponent was an election-denying sack of shit. So mm-hmm. that uh, this is a, uh, a trend that has been going on, and uh, we will see if Carrie Lake bucks that trend probably by the end of this week. But uh, every election denier who ran for governor in any state lost up to this point. So that game plan... Not again. Wow. Could you could you imagine using that as ammo if you're DeSantis? <laughs> you're just like, look, here here are the facts. Every single person that lied to for Trump that tried to back his come to the election was still got destroyed in the polls. They all lost. Come on, guys. You need somebody that's not Trump to lead you, and I'm that guy. <laughs> we are here, Ron. We we work cheap and we're soulless. We will we will prop you up. We will put you in the, we'll get you in the ring against the God Emperor. <laughs> We can do this. I mean, yeah, elevate me out of poverty, and I will do almost anything. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, the Adventures in Hell World and Ron DeSantis primary uh, messaging campaign uh, service. We're here for Here's you, Ron. 
were stunningly for sale. Oh God. I, I dream of a world where I could live without a roommate. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so election denier and Trump anchor, uh, I believe her name was Tudor uh, lost. And that was, and um, then in uh, Wisconsin, uh, Gov- governor Evers uh, won reelection over uh, Tim Michaels or, it's it's Michael without an A at the end, so whatever you, you want to have a you want to have a funny Michael name Michelle. It could be Tim Mi- Michelle. That's possible. But uh, the best part of Mr. Michael Michelle was that li- he literally said during the campaign that after I become governor, no Republican will ever lose an election in Wisconsin again. So just wow. just running on out. I'm running on the on the plan to end democracy. That is my campaign platform. Is that once you have put me in office, you will no longer have the ability to vote. I will rule. Yeah, actual actual fascism. Go. Yeah. <laughs> let's 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 do fascist dictator now. Yes. <laughs> And uh, thankfully, the good people of Wisconsin were like, overt fascism? No, we don't want that. So, yeah. So uh, he lost. Wow, Wisconsin, bringing the heat. Yes. I apologize for some small amount of the things I've said about you. But certainly not all of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, our boy um, our, our boy Evers won in Wisconsin. Unfortunately, uh, Ron Johnson uh, appears to be heading to victory in a very narrow race against Mandela Barnes. For in, the, in the Senate. Um, right now, uh, Johnson is up a little under 30,000 votes with like somewhere around like 90, 98 or so percent of the votes counted. It could be even more than that. But who knows? Maybe they'll find a bag of it. A ba- hey, mules, get to Madison right quick. Let's go. Let's do this. Let's- yeah, let me just reach into this ornate leather pouch and I'll pull out this intricately boned ivory whistle that when I blow it summons the mule. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Toot! yeah the, the the mule watching in Arizona certainly went real well. Yeah. Uh- <laughs> yeah. yeah, we don't have uh, the full information on Arizona, but at the moment it does appear that uh, Mark Kelly, the Democrat, for Senate is going to is going to win. He's leading right now, and most people think he's going to win. Um, yeah, Mike Lindell is already saying that they're on his live stream that there's there's something weird going on in Arizona. Get, stop me if you've heard this one. Mike oh. Lindell says there's election irregularities in Arizona. Oh, oh my God! Yeah, our boy Mike Lindell. Oh man, he uh, he had himself a night. Uh, <laughs> sure did. I believe at one point he said he was going to stay up until we win. So apparently he will not go to sleep until 2024 at the earliest. He is gonna I be- don't know if he's still up. He was up uh, like late into this morning and his co-hosts that he would not let leave were looking real rough. They're just on their phones <laughs> on the live stream. Just like, oh my God. Yeah. Oh Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's got to be awesome when you're, like, absolutely crazed boss. It's like, don't you dare leave my stream. I got to scream and yell about how the cyber is going wrong. Oh, man. Yeah, so our yeah our rough boy, Mike Lindell, uh, having the roughest of ones. And um... <laughs> how, how good must MyPillow pay? Like, if you work there, a quick aside, if you work at MyPillow... And you see your boss routinely on the news being an unhinged lunatic. 
just screaming at clouds. Like, I have to assume my pillow pays real well. He hates clouds because they're fluffier than his. <laughs> yeah, the one thing more comfortable than a pillow uh, from my pillow. Yeah, he is. Yeah, and he gives away his money so ridiculously. I, one of my favorite things is like looking at all the grifters who have affiliate links to my pillow. Mm-hmm. Uh, like uh, Jack Posebeck, who's just constantly fucking posting shit everywhere. Just always is like every third tweet is just hey use the use the poso code at my pillow to get savings. And it's just <laughs> man, I mean, God, how how much money is that affiliate link actually making you that you're like that desperate to shill it constantly? I mean, I I hope it's a lot because my God, I mean, it's just it's like it's like buying that eight dollar check mark from twitter just branding yourself as like an elon incel you're just branding yourself as this like bootlicker like if once you have that my pillow link in your personal bio it's just like oh this guy's a right-wing grifter this guy is actually just a piece of shit who tries to like the con money out of low information morons by um lying to them uh before the election results even started uh, our boy jack posebeck was on uh, probably on he probably cross posted it on Twitter also, but on Truth Social he said, "I've never seen anything like this. This is a generational realignment." And it's like, yeah, 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 yeah. Gen Z showed up to vote and went overwhelmingly blue. It couldn't change uh, some deeply entrenched uh, elections, but Gen Z, Gen Z, like showed up and voted. It was blue. And Republicans have to know that their voter base is just aging. Like, it, they're, they're going to start dying off. So I, I think, uh, yeah, one of the things that I think is like so interesting about American politics right now is just the idea that boomers are losing control over everything because they were this mm. giant generation and they basically took everything from their parents because they were like, hey, mom and pop, thanks for having a ton of us. Now we grossly outnumber you. So now we control American politics. And then Gen X grew up and basically we just replaced their parents who all got old and died. And then the boomers were like, hey, Gen X, guess what? We still run fucking everything. We still grossly outnumber you. Get fucked. And then like the millennials showed up and the boomers were like, still got you outnumbered. And now Gen Z shows up. So now you have Gen X, the millennials and Gen Z and the boomers were like oh no we don't longer run everything a lot of us are dying and now there's three generations of younger people than us who resent the fact that we've run America for the last 60 odd years basically and now they're like time for my, time for grandma and pop pop to uh, no longer like tell me that we're not allowed to regulate guns or that we can't tax the rich or that abortion is bad I mean it's just I think one of the things that's going to make Generation Z much different than Gen X and the millennials when it comes to voting is that they're not they're not going to be the first generation that didn't have this albatross of having a giant generation right around them that could just always outvote them, that could always put their thumb yeah. on the scale and be like, nope, you don't get what you want because we get what we want. Fuck off. And it's like Gen Z is like, nope, the, boom, the boomers are dying. And every year there's more of us and less of them. And, like, the, the rest of us are like, well, I mean, we're not huge fans of Gen Z, but you're better than the fucking boomers. So, hey, 
welcome to the team. So, I mean, it's like that situation, I think, is very interesting. And um, Maxwell Alejandro Frost uh, became the first Generation Z member of Congress. He's 25 years old. Yeah, and he won, yep, and he won a district. In, he uh, Val Demings, who uh, quit the district in order to run against Rubio and get raffle stomped, uh, he picked up her very blue district. And I think that's uh, it's a great move, both for him and for the Florida Democratic Party and Democrats at large to be like, hey, there's a very blue district. We need a, a new face for the party. So let's get this like 25-year-old kid who's a real go-getter and is in it to win it. And let's do this. And they rallied behind him and he won the seat. So that's that's good all around. So I am. How do you do, voters? Boggers, et cetera. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. So. Uh- so Bobert lost, but MTG stays around, right? Uh, Is that right? Uh, uh, MT- oh, MTG will never leave. MTG, yeah. MTG, MTG's district is so ridiculous that she could only lose uh, a Republican primary. Uh, Flowers, the guy that ran against MTG, uh, thank you for stealing everybody's money and throwing it into a fireplace. Um, yeah. Anyone who donated money to that guy, I appreciate the sentiment, but it was a waste. Um we're never like if you want to be Marjorie Taylor Greene, you literally have to primary her with a Republican. The district is like plus twenty Republican. Um, Bobert is losing. Uh, it is not official. I mean, it's I, I, God. Do I want her to lose? But uh, right now, um, her opponent is uh, twenty five hundred votes ahead out of three hundred oh. out of three hundred thousand. And uh, some like it's really weird because like I've seen a bunch of places say that ninety three percent of the vote is in. I'm looking at CNN right now and it says ninety percent of the vote is in. And like when it's this razor thin, every vote counts and every percentage point counts. But um, right, Bobert's district is plus eight Republican. So the fact that she managed to offend and alienate enough of her district that it is <laughs> this is like like basically if you are a normal Republican you win this district by eight points and she is perilously close to losing it it just goes to show how unbelievably shitty she is and I think what this really means is that if she loses which I hope she does that'll be great but if she doesn't. If she doesn't lose, what this basically means is that the Republican powers that be are going to find a boring, empty suit and fucking primary the shit out of her in 2024. Because they're, they're going right. to look at they're going to look at this shit and be like, no, we are not going to have somebody who is capable of losing a fucking Republican plus eight district in a fucking because because the, the word the thing is, is that Boebert is doing this without the headwind of running in a presidential election season in a blue state like Colorado. Imagine if uh, Boebert's opponent had Biden's coattails in Colorado and Boebert had the Trump anchor around her neck in Colorado. She'd have been done. She'd have been done 10 times out of 10. So yeah, like Boebert, even if she wins this, oh my God, are you going to, the, 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 whoever the fuck it was who beat Madison Cawthorn, they're going to clone that guy and they're going to run him against Bobert in, <laughs> in the Republican primary in 2024. And she is going to be gone because if she holds on here, she is not holding on to this seat in 2024. We've, she's proven to be super vulnerable and incredibly unpopular. So yeah, this is, this is just bad times for her in every way, shape and form. And if her right. if her political career doesn't end today or tomorrow, it will end in two years. So yeah, she's 
She is toast. <laughs> wow, surprisingly uplifting for a news segment of our show. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, although no, probably not as scintillating to the listener, who in the future already may already know how all of these things shake out, and you can you can only hear us in the past speculating at this moment. Yeah, uh, Mike. Let's say we have time for one more before we get to a short mailbag. What what what, what state do you want to round us off with? Uh, I wanted to round us off with New Hampshire because that became a sort of reach goal for the um, Kickstarter fund that was the Republican Party. Because for a long time, New Hampshire wasn't even on the map. And then out of nowhere, uh, you had all these shitty Republican-funded polls that were being thrown out all over the place. And people were like, yo, Nate Silver, why are you uh, putting all these obviously Republican polls into your aggregator when all they're doing is manipulating the results? And Nate Silver's reaction was, hey, if Democrats want to manipulate my aggregator, they could. They're choosing not to. Stupid Democrats. And it's like, Nate, aren't you trying to, I don't know, like get the result right instead of just letting people fuck with your numbers? And he's like, nope, <laughs> can't hear you. And so if you watched on 538, um, Maggie Hassan, her uh, probability of winning was basically a rainbow where it went up a lot and then it was coming crashing down. And Don Bullock, her opponent, was basically the reverse of that rainbow. So they were creating a circle where he was ri- <laughs> where he was rising to catch her while she was descending to meet him. And uh, no, she stomped him. She won easily. It was not competitive. Uh, Dan Bullock was another election denier. Um, he was my hero because literally he ran in the Republican primary under the election was stolen for Trump and it was fucking bullshit. I'm the only man with the, the fucking balls to say it. And then he won the primary and they're like, hey, uh, this is the New Hampshire uh, early morning news show talking to Republican nominee Dan Bullock. Hey, Dan, was, was the uh, was the election stolen? Oh, no. Joe Biden, duly elected president of the United States, <laughs> moderate centrist Republican Dan Bullock. Just here to represent the good people of New Hampshire. And I was like, fuck you, you piece of shit. Oh, God. And uh, yeah, so Dan Bullock, the man who thought that kids are crapping in kitty litter boxes uh, because they're furries and all that shit, would literally say anything to anyone to win a vote. Uh, he got himself raffle stomped, and that was great. So yeah, I was very, very gladdened to see that happen. Um, it's because, uh, yeah, it's just so funny. <laughs> just. People thinking that, oh, yeah, this is the year that uh, the Republicans are going to make inroads into New England. And it's like, mm, not so much. Really not so much. And uh, I mean, the, this whole election could have gone worse for Republicans, but not by a lot. Like, no. Biden is not a popular president with massive interest rates uh, out there. Inflation not out of control, but very high, just like constantly having to release oil reserves, keep the price of gas down. And they still couldn't like, they still lost a ton of key seats. And the ones that they, a lot of the elections they did win were razor thin. Uh, right. It, so. it, yeah. And, and like, I mean, right now, like literally nobody thought that we would be waking up and talking like right now about the Democrats potentially still holding the house. It's like, it, like probably the Republicans are going to win the house, but the idea that mm. on Wednesday after the election, it has not already been called Republicans control the house. It's just like, wow. Like, like, as you just said, like, all all the things were in the Republicans' favor. They're the out party during a midterm, and basically every time that happens, 
the, the American people vote to send the party in power a message to let them know that like you need to listen to us and we need divided government to get your ear and this kind of stuff. And you have high inflation. You have Biden's approval rating in the 40s. You have uh, the war in Ukraine driving up. All, literally every ad I saw was heating costs continue to rise, but Democrats side with Biden in his reckless agenda. And it's just, I mean, you just had all these things. And, yeah. and literally the one thing the Democrats had is the fact that Republicans are trying to outlaw abortion. And you fucking idiots grabbed that third rail and we're so proud you did it. And... Yeah, compopulations of lizard earth. This is what you've won. Like the midterms that you absolutely should have destroyed in. You should have taken the house with a huge majority. Like you should have won like forty seats in the house. You probably should have won the senate. And now, at best, you might get fifty-one seats in the senate if everything breaks your way. And you might get a razor-thin majority in the house if everything breaks your way. It's just. It's. It is. If our political media actually ever criticize Republicans the way they criticize Democrats, they should be beating the shit out of the Republican Party tonight. I mean, just absolutely. So, yeah. Well, there you have it. Uh, A robust uh, little look at at the current political landscape as the the votes are still rolling in as of the time of this recording. So, uh, yeah, there's our take on things. Hopefully, those of you listening in the future have awoken to a, a brighter future where the Democrats control everything and we're finally rounding up and putting Republicans into the camps the way we've always hoped oh, and dreamed. Please, please. Next week's... That, that is what Moloch craves. Yes. Yeah. Oh, God. We, we All three of us are hoping that next week is the camps episode. It's going to be so great. It's going to be the best episode ever. So, oh, I, I'm much more... We need to capture Kyle Reese so he okay. can be the bait for John Cotter so we can kill John Cotter. <laughs> I say against the wall with all of them. <laughs> But, but 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 Skynet, shouldn't you just kill Kyle Reese? No, sh- silence! Silence! <laughs> what are you talking about? That's not how that works. Time travel is confusing. Shut up. I'm embarrassed. <laughs> just do what I said. I'm your boss. <laughs> uh, it's, it's, it's Skynet, the passive-aggressive AI. Obviously, Elon Musk downloaded his brain into Skynet. That's why it's so stupid. So that makes sense. Yikes. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, let's get into our mailbag for the week. Our listeners got questions. We got answers. It's time for Q and A. Uh, Cleodora Silvestri, the Hellworld Grand Inquisitor, asks uh, something lighter this week to take our minds off the world being on fire. What's everyone's favorite video game? Ooh, um, I do like the Mass Effect series a lot, but I, I is one of the few games I played more than once. Uh, so probably that but i've also played xcom enemy unknown multiple multiple times so uh i keep coming back to that genre and uh steam dimed me out uh to myself i don't know how but i have an absurd amount of hours played on plants versus zombies so according to steam my favorite video game is plants versus zombies uh and i did play the piss out of that (laughs) yeah uh, my current favorite game. I, I've been playing a lot of Storybrooke Brawl still. Mm. Um, I just uh, I like it. It scratches a, a particular itch for me, uh, so I just vibe with it, and I, I try to play a few matches every uh, every day if I can. Uh, when I'm when I don't have social commitments or whatever that keep me away from the house. Yeah. Uh, when I was younger, and still to this day, I have a fondness for it. But I, when I was younger, I was sort of notorious for being a big, big fan of Shadow of the Colossus. That was like one of the first video games that I was just like, oh, my God, this thing has like something artistic to say. 
like the, the, the scales fell from my eyes uh, of as video games as a medium for art instead of just being like uh you know like a mario 64 like wahoo affair, you know <laughs> yeah what I mean? yes uh so right. that the, there's that and then um you know i'm a sucker for some of the big franchises i like a lot of bethesda's open world rpgs even though they're all very samey uh Oh, Monster Train. Shout out to Monster Train. Oh, yeah. I have a lot of hours in that as well. That's probably the game on Steam I have the most hours in. I want to say I probably have like close to a thousand hours in Monster Train. Yeah. Put a lot of train. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah uh, it's funny because like, when my brain saw this question, my immediate answer was the Horizon franchise because I love for I love for I loved uh, Zero Dawn. I love Forbidden West. But um, the more my co-hosts are talking, I'm like, I also really enjoy roguelikes. Um, Slay the Spire, mm-hmm. Monster Train, a Hades. I was cripplingly addicted to Hades for a while. So that kind of stuff I enjoy. Um, also enjoy Storybook Brawl and Marvel Snap. So, like, I think, like, when I just think of the like, term video game, for some reason, a lot of those other games, like, don't kind of fit that, like, box so I think of like that kind of like the franchises and those kinds of games. But um, basically, if you show me a roguelike, I'm going to give it a try. And I'm also looking forward to uh, God of War, which is coming out, I think, this week. So that'll be fun. It's today. Oh, it's today. Oh, oh, oh. yeah, dude. Okay. D- D- Dad of Boy Colin Ragnarok drops today, mate. Oh, like yeah. you know what you're doing with your afternoon. Yeah. I, I pre-ordered that yesterday. That's my thing I'm looking forward to. Spoiler warning. I preloaded it. <laughs> it's now also I, my, my thing I'm looking forward to. We can just skip that yeah. bit right now. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, L L's on the hook for that bit. He's got to carry it by himself. The end. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I think that's our video game question for the day. Uh, Leech from Buff asks: uh, Is the last Q post the most boring of all time? Is there another one that sucks more that I've forgotten about? Uh, there are a lot of them that suck. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I think my favorite, like the dog shit bad Q drops, were the ones that like literally were just a graphic for uh, Donald Trump being interviewed by Sean Hannity back when Trump was president. Those were the best. Was that Q went from being a guy that would blow up North Korean nuclear test sites and tracking Barack Obama on spy satellites and mocking him to being like, hey, you should tune on Hannity. Trump's going to be on. It's like, really? That's that's what the super secret spy who's going to save the world from the deep state's doing. He's giving us programming updates on Fox News. What the fuck? Yeah. It's like, oh, my yeah, God. He, he like he went from super spy to like profit to the just like sort of Republican hype man. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> <sighs> uh, yeah. So, I mean, d- dumb though the new ones might be, they're certainly not the worst. They, there are a lot of. There are a lot of Q drops where it's just like one or two lines of whatever the opposite of fury is. Calmness. <laughs> one, or two lines of, one or two lines of stuff that, that should be exciting, but is very much calm and not exciting. Yes. <laughs> um, uh, Reverend Xenofact uh, asks, for Sarge, but you can all chime in. You can, you you are challenged to create a QAnon anime to mock it, not promote it. Ha- you have to pick how to do it. Zika, Mecca, what's the story? A studio and or artist to design it and who manufactures the disturbing life-sized dolls? Um, I mean... First of all, I'm assuming that, that my grains mispronounced Isekai. Yeah, that's it. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yep. As one of the so genres. There's a terrible movie out on Amazon where the like the lizard people are real and there's an actual like comet ping pong 
And I saw that and like made me throw up in my mouth a little because I, I don't think you should indulge these people even that much. Um, but it so we used to back in like the the 2010s and everything, we had a bunch of series where like conspiracy theories and like time travel and whatever were real. And I think it'd be like a, a, a Steins Gate kind of um, dealy. Uh, which is what I'm trying to say. Uh, it'd be something like that. The, so like a, like a like a sort of th- like sci-fi thriller. Like yeah, uh, we used to have those, like serial experiments lane. Yeah, that's what I was trying to think of. Uh, yeah, I, I I could I could sort of see it on the tip of your brain. I love how this is like a pointed question at you, as if you're the only weeb on the show. Uh, <laughs> yeah, for the for the regular question answer, I was the one who just reminded Sarge that the thing he was trying to think of was serial experiments. Like, I, I'm like, God, what the fuck is the name of that show? Yeah, when you said Steinsgate, they couldn't pull the other one. I knew exactly what you were reaching for. Yeah, anyway, Mike Mike Reigns is lost. Mike Reigns is confused. He has hurt himself. <laughs> 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 Nothing. Will so we. I, I we mean, had these okay. shows, and uh, it, it would be like that if we're playing it more straight. Uh, I could easily see, well, I mean, easily, in an alternate dimension where I could imagine somebody with, like, the, the, the Q Republican conservative mindset, like, somehow generating the same level of talent as the creator of the show I'm about to evoke. But I could mm. see, like, a weird show, like, Paranoia Agent. That oh, has like a, like a Q one. idea, to like a, like Q idealism to it. Uh, if it was, uh, you know, if in, in a world where there was a creator who could sometimes simultaneously be some weird American conservative, like wackadoo, and also just like incredibly artistically creative in that way. Uh, also, something like Boogie Pop Phantom. If you if you know about Boogie Pop Phantom, you're one of the real ones. So. And then, I mean, let's be real, uh, something like just straight up The Matrix, or I guess the Animatrix in this case, because that, yeah. that's what that's what they really want. They, 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 they want like an isekai where instead of them being transported to another world, they have awoken to what the real world is. Yeah. And they're just like, oh, God, now I, can, now I have to be a super spy. <laughs> now, now I have to beat now I have to beat Nancy Pelosi's with hammers. <laughs> just, uh, it, yeah, it would just be a a dumb anime version of whatever that old sci-fi miniseries is where they get the glasses and you can see the the real monsters among us. They live, which was a TV. They live. Okay. It, it, it wasn't even a series. It was just a movie. It was a, oh, it was just a movie. Yeah, yeah. just a movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, and, yeah. The movie's great with Rowdy Roddy Peeper. Yes. Roddy Roddy Peeper. And what? Roddy Roddy Peeper. Yeah. Yeah, Roddy Roddy Piper's the main guy. Oh my yeah. god, have you never seen They Live? Oh my god. No. Yeah. Wow. Uh, dude, that, that is one that you you and your partner should actually watch. Yeah. For for sure. Yeah. They, they, they Live is genuinely great. It, like I was the confusing Matrix, it, it with V. Oh, the, yes. Yeah, that makes sense. I remember V. V was a sci-fi channel series. Uh, and I think it was also broadcast on some other network. The, yeah, they made anyway, it. Now we're, re- now we're really in the weeds. Yeah. Yeah. The, the the point is you should watch They Live and much like uh, The Matrix, uh, QAnon is obsessed with believing that they have the sunglasses. They're yeah. the ones who see the world correctly and that they're trying to pill you. They're trying to make you put the sunglasses on also so you can see what's going on. Yeah, it's, it's, it's <laughs> Red, Reddy Roddy Piper and uh, was it Keith David? Is that the the other the other lead in that one? Yeah, and they, and and they have, and they have that like brawl in the in the parking lot and finally such a good brawl, yes. the alleyway or whatever. Yes. Yeah, it's so good. Yeah. Yeah, anyway. yeah. So, yeah, that is our attempt at an anime to destroy QAnon, which I am a huge fan <laughs> of. Uh, 
Reverend Xenofact also asked the question, uh, because there weren't a lot of questions in the mailbag, how does he challenge uh, Cleodora for the title of Grand Inquisitor? Uh, to which I declare that uh, the title of Grand Inquisitor is much like a title in sumo wrestling where multiple people can be Yokozuna at the same time. You just have to rise up through the ranks to achieve that title. So uh, basically we as a board have to uh, deem you worthy is the only way this works. So, uh, So if we go by 40K rules, if you're not the Grand Inquisitor and you want to be, you just find out some heresy that she's done and destroy her with it. And then now you're the Grand Inquisitor. <laughs> but, but like in your, in your mind palace or whatever, because yeah. doing it any other way would be like a crime. We don't want to be endorsing that. Well, when I say heresy, you have to like prove that she's consulting with the ruinous powers and like, Trying to dethrone the emperor. She's consulting with corn. It's corn. So yes, that's dude. It's a yes. big lump of knobs. It and has, it has the juice. All How can I resist it? You can't. You can't resist. When I tried it with butter, everything changed. It absolutely did. <laughs> That's right. That's that's how that's how you can tell roughly what age I am. Uh, that TikTok has come and gone. That that was like three weeks ago or whatever, four weeks ago. Time is meaningless. Uh, but, but yeah, here I am still evoking it. Yes. Uh, as of this recording yeah. on the 9th of November in yeah. the year of our Lord twenty and twenty two. And and the secret question that was asked to me in a different area from existential dreads uh, was uh, if you had to recast Back to the Future with all QAnon grifters who would get what role and uh, obviously ron and jim or doc and marty so um and uh someone mentioned to like uh, have the uh middle eastern terrorists who shoot up doc to be uh like uh, cash patel and ali alexander which would probably be a little too on the nose and might get us canceled but uh Hey, um, we're trying to stay. We're trying to stay true to the original. We're trying to stay true to the movie. So um, they're they are the um, they're Yikes. The, yeah. Hey. For, for for the record, when we were when we were in the in the casting room for this one, uh, the uh, sergeant I fought really hard against the racist pick. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, Mike really shouted us down on this one. <laughs> he absolutely shouted us down. Uh, I, I'm not sure if it qualifies quite as a Q grifter, but I'm going to nominate it anyway. I, I just love the idea of Matt Gates as Biff Tannen, or whatever his name is. Yes, I just want to see his big menacing forehead. Yes, call it calling our boy chicken. That hey, Rod, are you chicken? <laughs> All right, well, Lauren Bobert might be out of a job soon. She can be she can be Marty's dad or Marty's mom. She can definitely <laughs> Marty's dad. Yeah, how, how progressive? That's me. Yeah. Mar- Marty's dad now. Oh God! Hey, and um, then Marty, uh, the, yeah, and then Ron makes out. Also, with don't his worry, but, but even if Bo, even if Bobert loses her seat, like you know, she's not going to be out of work. What American News will snap her up immediately. They'll be like, <laughs> "Hey, put on the, put on this corset and grab this microphone and be a pundit." One hundred percent, one hundred percent. Wear this Bratz doll lip gloss and get out there and tell us about politics. <laughs> I love the specificity of that. That is uh, jarring in its uh, accuracy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm a real wordsmith. <laughs> I've often said that of L. L is truly the best of us when it comes to the words and the communications. 
the words and stuff. Yes. And yeah, dude, I, I word mad good. Oh, the best. He knows words, the best words. Me word uh, good best. <laughs> uh, yeah. So um, beyond just uh, uh, basking, my basking in the continuing tears of QAnon's misery for uh, what's happened in this elections, um, what are you guys looking forward to besides God of War? Unless that's all you have in your life, Sarge. Uh, I mean, that was what I was coming into this one with. How dare you? Yeah. Um, <laughs> but before Sarge steals mine, let me jump in there because yeah. you two clowns are both excited for God of War now. And I will say that uh, I am excited for uh, Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Boom. Oh, yeah. Yep. That's coming. That's, that's dropping uh, on Friday, which, of course, means I'm going to be going to see it uh, tomorrow. Uh, evening on Thursday because that's just how movies work. Nice, nice, uh, nice. They're just like it's it's dropping on Friday, but advanced greetings start Thursday at three p.m. It's very bizarre. <laughs> uh, but yeah, tomorrow when I get out of work, me and some friends are going to go see Black Panther, and I'm very excited. Uh, there's a rumor that Doctor Doom might be in the stinger, and if that's the case, my pants are going to get very tight. <laughs> uh, Doctor Doom versus Thanos. Who is who are you the bigger fanboy for? Uh, Doctor Doom by a slight margin. Okay. I've I, like I've always secretly been a bigger fan of Doctor Doom. Like, well, not so secretly. Like, it, it's just it's always been the case. But it's harder to like let that freak flag fly because Marvel started pushing Thanos. So suddenly everybody yeah. was just like, "Oh, Elbaz has been talking about this guy forever," and I'm just like, "Yeah, he's great." And I will have a similar opinion when Doctor Doom drops. Although, because comic books in general are more popular, I feel like through osmosis, most people know that Doctor Doom is a big deal. Whereas nobody knew who the fuck Thanos was. I remember coming out of the Avengers and hearing one guy looked at his friend and just be like, who is that? And his friend was just like, I think it was the Red Skull. Like, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, you fools. That's Thanos. He's so much cooler than the Red Skull. <laughs> you have no idea. Oh, you fucking Philistines. I can't believe this shit. <laughs> Great. Anyway, yeah, so uh, Black Panther uh, should rule. I hear that. I hear that it's pretty good, but... Advanced greetings are usually positive, so yeah. uh, I, will, I will reserve my judgment. Marvel needs a big hit. Uh, hopefully, this is the one, um, and then you know we'll, we'll see uh, it, whether or not Quantumania lives up to the hype. Quantumania was already supposed to have come out, and I, I think that it's actually a pretty big deal in terms of their continuing like story. So the fact that it kept getting pushed back was like a real bummer because Phase Four <laughs> has felt kind of listless. I think it's just because, right. like, a year ago, we were supposed to have been introduced to Kang, and he was supposed to just be like, I'm, I'm going to show up at some point and smash everything, and you should be afraid. Anyway, Mar- yeah. Marvel talk over. Yes. Marvel talk over onto Sarge. Um, I mean, he stole Marvel. He, like, I'm not allowed to say Ragnarok anymore. I'm not allowed to say uh, Black. Panther. Wait, you're, no. you're the one. You're the one who's allowed to claim Ragnarok. Mike didn't even know it was coming. Okay. Out. Uh, yeah. No. Uh, Thor Ragnarok. Super excited. Thor Ragnarok. Thor, Thor Ragnarok. God damn it! <laughs> Got Marvel snap on the brain. Uh, but don't worry. We'll add <laughs> that out. Thor Ragnarok. Uh, real excited for it. Um, like uh, a lot of other people on this podcast, uh, have it pre-downloaded and everything. I'm going to start playing as soon as we're done here. So outstanding. Uh, I am looking forward to sleep because I <laughs> stupidly stayed up way too late last night with the election news, and I was waiting for like some finality in Bobert's race or anything in Arizona, and then I went to bed. 
And then I woke up way too early and was like, nothing has changed yet. Go back to bed, you giant dum-dum. And the brain was like, no, need more numbers as is. So, uh, yeah, uh, eventually at some point today, hopefully I'm going to get a nappy nap and not be so plum tuckered out as the giant uh, man baby that I am. So uh, that'll be <laughs> that'll be fun. And then I'll probably play a bunch of Ragnarok from uh, Thor or Loki or uh, any other uh, god mm-hmm. of the... Thor will be in it, so... Oh, yeah, yes. I, I was only a little off. Yeah, just a, a, just a skosh, a touch, a smidge. Yeah. So, yeah, but yeah. Well, in the in the way of our uh, our fictionalized Viking overlords, uh, it is time for us to to channel the Bifrost and swiftly away from Hellworld <laughs> for the week. So, thank you, dear listener, for supporting the show. If you'd like to continue to support the show, you can do so for free by telling a friend or giving us a five star review wherever you get your podcast from. If you have money and you want to donate it to the cause, we will accept it. You could do so at patreon.com slash pokerpolitics. A uh, donation of $5 or more a month every month will get you access to 40-plus hours of bonus content, including our series such as Kabbalan, What We Do Out of the Shadows, Mule's Errand, and uh, uh, various other ones. Uh, Queem, something we need to get back to at some point. Uh, untold Mike Rain solo specials about uh, JFK nonsense, etc. Uh, so you can find that on our Patreon. Uh, shout out to all of our beautiful babies. If you have money and you don't want to give it to us, we understand. You can do some good with it by donating it to love146.org. They're an organization whose vision is the end of child trafficking and exploitation. Sounds pretty sweet to us. Uh, or if you have the money, you can find your own way to do good with it. Uh, we can still suggest donating it to Ukraine in their defense against Russian aggression. And, uh, you know, now, now the midterms are over, uh, it turns out that d- democracy is done. So put your money away for those uh, those races. Uh, no more democracy. Rainy day. Yeah, democracy over. Uh, we did it. We, we got to the end of it, boys. Uh, thanks always to DJ Minimal Effort for the use of our intro song. No Soch for DJ Minimal Effort. Uh, however, you can find uh, our buddy Frosty uh, on Twitter, at FrostyVO. Uh, Frosty, of course, is the voice of Q and all of our uh, bumps and such. Uh, good dude. Go visit him. Uh, you can also find the show on Twitter, at least for the time being, until we have to pay $8 a month for it. In which case, Mastodon it is. We'll all, we'll all, we'll all find out how to use Mastodon. But for the time being, you can find the show on Twitter at Hellworld uh, with a Q instead of an O. You can find me on Twitter at HellworldL. Hellworld spelled the same way. You can find Sarge at Sergeant Hell. And Mike Rance is, of course, at Poker Politics. So for another successful episode of the Ventures of Hellworld podcast, I have been one of your hosts, the Mysterious L, joined as always by Sarge and our expert in all things Q and on crazy Mr. Mike Rains. Good speed, Patriots. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.